humans number one, desirable I do what I want, when I want, and how I want it Leave you with the one in the air, that's how I roll I got tons of soul, I'm a true collective ball Famous, also famous, number one, desirable I do what I want, when I want, and how I want it Leave you with the one in the air, that's how I roll I got changes, so I don't care about no gold Better, so much better, flipping, incredible Always on the show, so they know that I still got it And I never feel sorry, yeah, it's about the world Hey Untamables, this is author and poet Kiana Danae. I just wanted to send some love to Untamed in this Get Caught Up podcast with Writer Wednesdays. These tips are amazing. They are definitely very relevant in not only the author world, but the business world. And please, please follow and listen to this podcast and get your life together with branding, with um promoting yourself marketing everything all these writer wednesdays tips are the perfect jump start into making yourself promotable making yourself marketable and making yourself uh professional so i'm sending you all love and ink have a great day Welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast. In this week's edition of Writer Wednesdays. Hey, Untamables, it's Kiana Danae, poet and author. Just wanted to stop by and ask Have any of you read any of my poetry lately? If not, you can pick up my books on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere else you get your books, and of course, my website at Kiana Danae dot wordpress.com now back to the show and now here is your host it's time for hashtag writer wednesday with crystal Tips offering advice to aspiring new and seasoned authors about all aspects of the literary world. We are presented by Untamed Publishing. Allow us to help you unlock your unlimited writing potential. If you are an aspiring new or seasoned author, head over to www.untamedpublishing.net for a variety of services to assist you on your publishing journey. For this week, I am continuing the world building um, segment on the podcast, Writer Wednesday. And this week, I'm going to be talking about how to use expressive words to build your story. I'm sorry, expressive words to build your story world. Okay, so again, all of my... um, Everything I talk about are from articles that I find online. This is not just coming off my brain. If it did, oof, that would be phenomenal. But these are from articles that I find and I just go through it and tell you what they have in article. Okay, so let's get started. You can start a story from the bottom up with a handful of great words. Perhaps it's something a character says or a symbol Maybe it's the name of your lead character or even the title of the book. Or you can work from the top down, forging a story concept and then finding all the best words to tell it. Either way, 
by the final draft, every page of your manuscript will be full of story-specific words. But where do all the great words come from? From the story? Here are three tips to help you find the words to create your story, story world. The first tip, find, define, and create story-specific language. As you build your story, you must selectively and, creative, and creatively fill in all the juncture points between story and language. Even more important is how you choose the best words to express your literary elements. Plot, character, setting, conflict, theme, tone, and mood. Where are these juncture points? Everywhere you look in great writing, pick up any book you love and search for these story-specific words. Even if you are writing realistic fiction or a memoir, you still want as many flavor words as you can fit in. The power of story-specific words is that they define a story world. They all belong inside the story and bring in readers. Where else do you hear about Quindex other than in the world of Harry Potter? I know I said his um, name wrong, so I do apologize. Um, and upon hearing that coin word, you are immediately in that story word world. So basically what they're saying is if you use in a specific word or language, you can tell that this is your world. Like they said, Quindetch, that means that you're in the world of Harry Potter. Point blank period. So just find a word or some specific language, define it, and then create your story around that. Um, so that will help. I would think, I mean, I would have to look at that and see if that's something I have. I'm not too sure about that. But that's what you definitely want to do. The next one is draw on knowledge, experience, and imagination. Okay, so the stronger and more vibrant your story language, the better the experience for readers. This takes a lot of work to build. It's not just words, but concepts you need. It is key. Tangible aspects of your plot, places, names, and symbols. List them out and bring them to life with great names. In building this compendium, you can draw on a mix of your knowledge, experience, and imagination. Knowledge means drawing on facts about how the world works, as well as your own specialist knowledge. You can research the right words to suit specific topics, like the strategic battle moves of 12th century Britain. If your story world is imaginary, you can describe it with consistent and powerful fix, the facts you make up. I'm going to say that again. If your story world is imaginary, you can describe it with consistent and powerful fix. Again, facts you make up. This is your world. You can do it the way you want to do it. You can make up your own fix, own facts, and be consistent. Okay? Experience might be your deepest well of inspiration. You might draw on people 
you've known to imbue a character with a special way of talking that is specific to a geographic area, profession, or personality. You might draw on places you've been or unusual experiences you've had. Have you traveled the world, almost died, or raised kangaroos? Hmm. Of course, as a writer, you can sidestep reality and start hatching your own ideas. Go as far as you want into the depths of your imagination. Push the boundaries. Create new realities. However, you draw on knowledge, experience, and imagination. It's all about fleshing out your fundamentals. Kodesh is a memorable and fitting word, but it's the culture, history, and rules of the game that make it world famous today. Those details are so well imagined. Kodesh has leapt off the page and is being played by muggles. On brooms, no less. That's what it says. And then the third one is... Mind your fundamentals. The fundamental elements of your story will be described by your crook, your crook's words. We all know what it means when a Jedi pulls out a lightsaber or talks about the Death Star, the Force, the Rebellion, or the Dark Side. Names of characters are often symbolic and can certainly represent their spirit or reflect details such as birthplace and birthright or key plot points. The son of the king bears the name of the king. We put a lot of weight on a name. Think of Voldemar, the, mo- the one whose name we dare not speak. Mm, and I spoke it. Wow. Other important words will help define your characters, like their character signature, which you can use instead of a name. We all know Harry Potter is the boy with the lightning bolt scar. Your diction or choice of words will define your author voice and voices of each of your characters. Each character must be unique. If you drop all the dialogue tags, you should still know who is doing the talking. When it comes to plot, it's all about mining your story grammar to make your text experiential. What external and universal topics are you covering? Love, war, peace, betrayal? Who does what and why? Maybe the story grammar of your tale reads something like attack, escape, starvation, hiding, fighting, victory, trek backs to civilization, overthrow of enemies, celebration. What is the vocabulary that brings all those topics to life? What about setting? Are you in New York, Tokyo, or Hogsworth? What about motives, symbols, and themes? Is there a mockingbird or a mockingjay in your story? Names of places, big events, symbols, and even props are great sources of material. A world cloud of desert, berries, nuts, cave, head wound, Crown, palace, parliament paints a very different picture than ocean, moon, mermaids, surf, kraken, pearls, galleon, pirates. As you go into the depths of detail, you continue to build your palette of story-specific words. This is where your story really comes alive.
I'm going to say that again. As you go into the depths of detail, you continue to build your palette of story-specific words. This is where your story really comes alive. Okay, so this was a kind of short article, so I'm about to wrap this up. So when story-specific words are lacking, it means the substance of your story is lacking. Sit down and work on your story language. How can you make more abstract details specific? Can you make some of the currently intangible fears or worries of your characters concrete with a great symbol? Can you make up names for the specific foods, rules, traditions, or myths of your story world? All the word brewing is about enriching the text so that readers can experience it. This is the long process of putting your ideas into words. I hope this article helped a lot because it kind of gave me some ideas for myself as well. Like you're saying, you want to use expressive words. So that way it will help the reader know kind of what you're talking about. Like you said, without I mean, knowing where you are, like I said, with the word Quidditch, we know that's in Harry Potter. So just coming up with your own language and your own words and just your details. And like they said, just let your imagination go wild. This is your world. These are your facts. It's not what someone else said because you created it. No one else did. I hope this article helped you guys. It is a short one, but I hope it helped. And I want to say, as always, thank you for listening. And please check me out on Instagram at Books and Soul One. Please be sure to follow Get Caught Up Podcast on Instagram at Get Caught Up Podcast and on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast. We're also on TikTok at Get Caught Up Author Podcast. And we also have a Facebook group as the Get Caught Up Podcast. Join them all. You know, we're trying to be out there in these literary streets a little bit more. Besides the podcast, we're doing it on social media as well. If you would like to be a sponsor, please visit anchor.fm slash get caught up. Or if you'd like to give us a donation, you can send us a cash app at dollar sign, capital U, capital P, 2016. Join us later tonight at 9 p.m. On Anchor FM, as we interview author A.A. Lewis, and we will be discussing her book, The Dom. If you guys have not read that, definitely pick it up. I'm like ready for the next book because this is the first book in the proposal series. Um, It's definitely different for her and it's exciting and I like it. And, you know, Brick... Ah, brick in April. Okay, so I'm going to see what happens with them, but definitely cannot wait to pick A.A. Lewis Brain about that. And then join us next Wednesday, the 31st, at 7 p.m. when we go live and we'll have two special guests, Miss Lisa from Tales Between the Sheets and Mrs. Roni. Like, I'm, I've been on the show with Lisa. You know, that's my girl. I love me some Lisa. But to be able to be on the show with Mrs. Roni, I'm so excited for that. And we will be talking to Miss Untamed about her books, The View and The View 2. And boy, I cannot wait because I'm telling you, I'd be burning her phone up. 
I didn't burnt her phone up reading that series. Okay. So again, thank you for listening as always. Bye for now. <laughs> <clears throat>